welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Fully Free Podcast. Today, we are talking about something kind of juicy that I know none of us like to talk about. I don't like to talk about it. And that is how to handle uncomfortable conversations with unhappy clients. (sighs) This is like the worst. (laughs) And I'll tell you a quick story, you guys. This is literally the sweetest thing. I got... A message yesterday. So I have a mastermind effortlessly rich and it is for women who are making, you know, $20,000 or above per month in their business and want to go to like 500 K to a million together. And it's a small group right now. We have five women. It's intended to be a five, a, a small group. Um, there's not really a number. Like I really like five. I could definitely see it being seven I don't really ever see it going past like 10. Um, but it's just like, it's just naturally a small group because it's just like really, really top notch, incredible women who are doing really big things. A lot of the women have already had like 50, 70, 80, a hundred thousand dollar months before. Um, not all, but some, and some have done that like outside of the program. Some have done that in the program for the first time. It's just really, really cool space. And even so, even though I know it's an incredible place, even though I know it's the place to be, even though I know I have always got these women's back whenever they need me. I got a message from one of the women in the mastermind, but it was a private message. So we have a group chat. So usually there's really no reason for them to message me privately. And my reaction when I saw like, that was my reaction, like private message, she's mad. She doesn't like me. She's upset. She wants a refund. She wants to cancel. Like I'm being real with you guys. And that was really, really interesting to notice because um, this is what her message said. She said, Hey Taylor, I just want to give you quick feedback about my first month in your mastermind effortlessly rich. So I'm already like, Oh crap. She hated it. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like the people in it. She doesn't like the support. Oh my God. And she said, in this month, it happened so much on an emotional, mental, and business strategic level. So even that, I'm like, um, and and because I, I knew, like, I knew a lot had come up for her. Like, I coached her a lot, and I really enjoyed it. And she continues to say, I had my biggest month, doubled my revenue. I feel so sure and certain about my way. I've mapped out my million dollar plan. And know that I will reach it sooner than I can imagine. What is truly unique about the way your work is, is 
your, it's not a big deal mindset. Unlike other coaches who make you solve every limiting belief of your whole life before you can succeed, you simply give acceptance to fear, but make us move over it fast. That's such an amazing way and feeling. Thank you so much for being you and your awesome coaching. Can't wait for what's coming. So first of all, let's check ourselves. I did a poll on Instagram and I haven't checked it. Um, let's see if it's still up or not. I haven't checked it since yesterday, but I was kind of surprised by the answers because I asked if you get a message privately from someone in your mastermind, you see they're reaching out to you privately. What is your reaction? Like ask yourself that right now, because I found it interesting to observe that I got one of the sweetest messages in the world, but I was afraid it was going to be either mean, blaming, or a disappointed. And like, they're really like, I knew that she had her biggest month. So there was no reason to think like, she's not doing well. She's unhappy. Like I just, that was my gut reaction. Very interesting, but here's why, like, let's be really real. Let's let the cat out of the bag. Let's spill the tea. Let's tell you the truth. I've gotten messages like that, where a private message comes in from someone in your mastermind. They say that they can't pay you. They want to end early. They are mad at you. They are offended by something. Um, I mean, I've had it all. I've had people accuse me of copying them. I've had people um, not like the size of the group. I've had people not like that the group was so engaged, um, like that there was so much support and so many messages. I, I've had it all. And I will say, I have gotten feedback. So when I got feedback that people felt like the group was getting a little too big, it was because we had this big influx. Like it wasn't planned. We just had a big influx and the group was a little bit bigger than I ever expected it to be. Um, and so, and it was a little bit bigger than I had told people it would be. It was like a really touchy thing where it was like, I said it would be in this range. Now it was at the high end of the range. But if I kept growing it, like I did that one month, it would soon definitely be way bigger than I ever said it would be, which was never my plan. So I addressed that, like, you know, no, we just had a big influx. I know it's going to seem like a lot right now. Cause there's a lot of new people. We are not growing it past what we said we would. Um, and I actually chose to open a second cohort to make that mastermind more intimate. And some people still to this, this was years ago. Some people still to this day, like use that as an example of like taking feedback seriously and really honoring how your clients feel. And there are some people who that wasn't enough for them. That's okay. Like you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Like it's something that you have to realize is that coaching is going to bring up so much for women. We have like sisterhood wounds left and right. I have not met a single woman who has no, who has never had an issue in a mastermind or group coaching program, feeling unsafe, whether it was valid or not. Um, I've had people bring that up before. I've had, I've had people be concerned, be, be insecure about all sorts of things that made them different than the group. And in some of those cases, I've been like, Oh my God, I get that. Like, believe it or not, I felt that. And then some of those cases, it's like, you know what? I really honor you for speaking up about this because I can't relate. And so I'm not here to tell you that I've handled every single situation perfectly in my business, but I am here to tell you that I feel like I do a really good job now. I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons. I feel like I've also built this like thick skin where, and this big heart where I can 
get feedback and, and receive it with love and receive it with an open mind. Even if I disagree, because sometimes you'll get feedback and you're like, are they right? Because I don't want them to be right. Like I disagree. Well, it's your program. That's okay. Now it's very important to make sure that your marketing is reasonable. It's it's not authentic, but it's like, it's an integrity. It's honest. It's, it depicts the actual program. Well, um, otherwise you will let people who get inside and are surprised. Um, and then of course there's the messages of people who want to leave early. They want to refund. I've had, I've had very valid, I've let people out of masterminds, like due to, um, having things come up in their family, unfortunately, like really hard family times, divorce, sickness, like there's certain situations where it's like, you know what, I have a policy, I have a contract, but like, also I get it. I get that something is, is, is needing more of you right now. And I've, I've let people go. I've also had people like, I feel like a lot of us have had this where people are so kind to you. It's like, they give you testimonials. They're doing amazing. They're giving you great feedback. They're literally telling you they love you. Like you don't have to tell a coach you love them. I mean, <laughs> I always find that really funny. Now I have some clients where I'm like, I literally love you because I do. I have clients who literally like become friends to me, sisters to me, really important people to me. Like, I don't care if you never work with me again, I've got your back. And if you're listening to this and you're a past client and maybe we've had a rocky ending, maybe we had an amazing ending. Maybe we had a couple tough conversations. Like I, I truly mean it. And if you want to test me, like, I truly mean it. And of course I have boundaries, but like, I really care about the people that come into my world. I would not be where I am without the people that have come into my world. The people who have treated me really well, the people who have paid me tons of money, the people who have worked with me for years on end, as well as the people who have been seemingly small transactions or who um, maybe there were lessons learned for both of us. I have clients where things got a little rocky and like nothing extreme, but like little things. Or maybe like, you know, I've, I've had situations where it's like, I just... I, I know that like, it's against the policy, but like, I would appreciate it so much if I could step away to this, from this investment, like it's a lot for me. And I've been like, yeah. And part of me has wondered, like, do they actually hate me? <laughs> did I actually do something wrong? And even saying this and like some stuff that's been coming up for me recently, I think one lesson learned is like, even if someone ends on a seemingly good note, I am going to send them a very kind voice note and let them know that they are safe to share their feedback. I'm not going to come after you. I'm not going to make a mean girl post. I'm not going to shame you. Like this is your opportunity to give me unfiltered, hopefully kind, but truthful feedback. And if you would prefer, we don't even discuss it. Like you just want to just share it. And I, you don't even have to hear my thoughts. I'm fine with that. If you do want to hear my thoughts, then I'm fine with that too. <laughs> like, I want feedback. I want to get better. Like, this is actually one of our biggest goals this year and next year for the company is like incredible client experience. And so we're hiring um, coaching support where I have now a um, director of brand experience, which is one of the biggest expenses in the company. Like someone who is literally, their job is to make sure that like, what we're saying in the marketing and in the brand is really aligning to what people are receiving. Um, Cause you do hit a point where you have so many clients and you have so much going on that it's so easy to miss the little details that really do matter. And that matters to me. And I dropped the ball before and I've made apologies before and I've learned a lot of lessons. And so luckily I've never had like, in my opinion, huge issues, but um, I do care. 
And so we're doing our best over here to like really show that we care and step it up. And I, I think that's what matters. So how do you handle these conversations? One thing that has come up for a couple of clients recently, as it will, this is, let me say this, it is uncomfortable for me to tell you that I have had unhappy clients. I have had extremely unhappy clients. There are a couple past clients that hate me. <laughs> there are a, past, a couple past clients that frequently talk badly about me on the internet. There are people who have private groups and spaces that they use to share about how terrible I am and their bad experience. Okay, that's fine. And that's uncomfortable because like some of you might see that as a red flag. And if you do, that's okay. Um, you might see it as a red flag. Like, well, if they feel like that, maybe I'll feel like that. Maybe you will. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I also have clients who love working with me and whose lives have changed and who say they've never felt more safe and they've never felt more seen and they've never felt more like someone's had their back. And I have coaches like that too. I have had coaches where I've had like, you know, subpar experiences, not bad, nothing like they're not a scam artist, like nothing worth, you know, telling the world, but it's like, ah, that was okay. That wasn't all it was. That wasn't all I thought it was cracked up to be. But then there's other people who are like, freaking obsessed and they've had the life-changing experiences with that coach and like I feel like true soul relationships built and you know I'm not talking about a toxic situation where people are just brainwashed I mean sincerely I think that they have an incredible freaking experience just like I have that with some coaches and I know that they have unhappy clients so the most freeing thing for me was to accept you will have unhappy clients you can do everything. Now I have multiple eyes in my company, making sure people are happy, making sure we're keeping our promises, making sure delivery is like top notch. And there still will be people who say I dropped the ball. There still will be people who said they didn't feel safe. There still will be people who didn't feel supported. There still will be people who didn't feel seen. Some of that's their own issues. Like we've got to take personal responsibility. And some of that might be, um, us and, and room for improvement. And, you know, I'm not here to just tell you how good of a person I am. I'm here to actually like just show you. So we're making the changes, but how do you handle it when it comes up? I used to suck at receiving feedback. It was very triggering for me. I took it really personal. It made me sad because, you know, it's just like I had to grow up. Now I feel like I'm here for it. Like send me feedback. I will apologize. I will do what I can to make it right. And if I do disagree, and sometimes I will like, I will try my best to have a civil, kind, mutual conversation that like we just aren't the right fit. And that might be with an audience member and that might be with a, with a client. I consider the people my audience clients. Like you are, you are um, future clients, hopefully, ideally. So if ideally to me, you're a future client, I'm going to treat you as such. Like if I knew, I pretend that I know for a fact that every one of you that listens to this podcast will pay me 10, 20, $30,000 in the future. And it's not about the money. It's just like, those are my high level programs that like are very crucial to move my business forward. And that I really love and that the clients are very special to me. So I, I pretend as if I know for a fact, you're going to be in there one day. And I try to teach you, treat you as such. It's hard <laughs> with, with a bigger following, but I do try. And like, if you saw our plans for improvement, it actually makes it look like we really suck right now. But I also know we're one of the very few companies who are doing that. So maybe this is inspiration. Like, 
accept that you will never be the best of the best, accept that you will drop the ball, accept that you won't always do a great job, accept that there will always be people who aren't happy and accept that you could be the best, most in integrity person with the biggest heart. And there will be people who think that you are evil. That's tough. But when I could accept, and I, here's the other thing I've accepted. Coaching is a very triggering thing because a lot of us have authority issues and distrust and lack of feeling safe, safe in the room, um, in the, in the, in a relationship in authority. Um, a lot of us give our power away. A lot of us have sisterhood issues. A lot of us got mommy issues. <laughs> it's just true. Um, and so it's really uncomfortable and it brings up a lot. And that doesn't always mean that it's bad or the person is bad. So it doesn't always mean that you're bad. So I trust that most clients will have something come up that's uncomfortable for them. And I, I'm here for it. It doesn't mean they hate me. It doesn't mean I'm bad. It doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean they're disempowered. Become open to the conversations, become open to improvement, become open to being the coach where those things can be healed for them. And they can experience feeling loved and safe and seen and supported for the first time. And they allow that for themselves. Like I'm here for that. I want that. If I could be the number one thing people say about me, I would be thrilled. So when someone messages and they want to leave my program early or they want to refund or whatnot, it's up to you what your policy is. The fact of the matter is in my high ticket programs, like if you pay in full, you should pay in full because like, you know, you're all in, there is no going back. We don't give refunds. If someone wants out of the contract early, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but it depends on like how valid the, um, reasoning is. And these are, these are things I have, we have documented, discussed with the team. So it's not like a, you can't get in, your emotions cannot be involved. So you actually want to like figure out your policies when you don't have someone asking, <laughs> then you'll have very clear non-emotional policies. Um, but like I said, even recording this, I'm like, oh, I see room for improvement in the conversation. Always make sure you give them permission to share feedback in a safe place. We're going to start doing that as of today. And then the second, um, or the way I handle it up till now is like, I always give them the choice. So I, depending on the situation, right? We have our documented situations, but if, if there's a situation where someone's asking to leave, it seems valid, you know, that's always debatable. Like, first of all, I would, it's one of those things where it's like, I would not do that. I have not done that. I have left two coaching relationships early and they were both incredibly toxic situations. I was shamed and made fun of for leaving, um, very bad situations. So those are, that's like the only reason I would, if I was like, this is a bad situation. Like, this is someone who I do not want to be like, this is just like icky. I will leave gladly. But other than that, I don't, I don't do that. If I'm in my head about things, like that's my stuff to work through, but I don't hold it against people. You know what I mean? And, and I've even advised people like, and not, I do not advise people who want to work with me to leave their current coach. That's icky, but I have advised friends and peers. Like, you know what, if that's how you feel and you feel like the, 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 the truest expression of your truth would be to leave that, that container ask. So when someone asks me, I share with them why it's a bummer for me 
which that might sound selfish, but I share with them why it's a bummer for me because I, if I, if I mean it, which I usually 9.99999 times out of 10, if you're my client, I feel this way out about you. It's like, I see your potential. So I always, I tell them, regardless of if you leave or not, I want you to know how I feel about you. This is what I see as possible for you. And then I let them know I, and I have to mean this, do not say this. If you don't mean it, I would love to keep working with you. I would love to have you stay in this space. I would love to invite you to stay. And you are free to go. You pick. That is not how I word it. Like I'm not like, you pick. That sounds a little harsh. But like I just word, I word it with love. And then I see what they say. Most people choose to leave. That's just the truth. I'm not going to say, this is how you trickle your clients to stay with you. <laughs> no. Most people still leave because they have their mind made up. But I hope that when they leave, they feel the truth of how I feel about them. And I hope that when they leave, they don't have shame. Because that's what I noticed before I did this was like, people will get themselves in such a, a funk over if they're in integrity or not. And like, they get their money stuff in a funk because they have shame around leaving. And if you're going to leave, I'd rather you not have shame. I've not handled every situation like that. This is like newer, like, cause I, here's the thing. I said this in my last episode. If you're not learning from like almost every conversation you have, you're not having hard enough conversations. And so I feel like anytime this has ever happened, we improve the process, improve the process, improve the process, improve the process. If someone's feeling uncomfortable with how the program is going, like in the case that the program was too large, this is the type of thing that you might have to sit with. I'm a very emotional person. It's very easy for me to say something I don't mean. It's very easy for me to take something too, too close to heart, too personally, if that makes sense. And so I will let that person know, like, I have read your message. I hear you. I see you. I appreciate it. Give me a day or two to just sit with this in my own energy and get clarity on how I feel. But please know that we will resolve this in some way. And then let yourself think about it. And you can do this. If someone's asking for a refund or anything, you are, this is the best advice that was given to me around this thing is like, you don't owe them an answer today with something like this. You are allowed to take some time. Now, when you don't answer at all, or you leave them on red, which I'm sure I've done before, maybe on accident, maybe on purpose, I don't know, but like, um, it doesn't feel good to them. So that is how I address it. And then I feel into it. And if I feel like they are right. So in the situation where I had this come up, I then had a private conversation. It was a few people. And like I said, it went over well with some, not with others. I addressed it with all of them. And I let them know, like the program feels big right now because we did say it may get up to this size and it will not keep growing at this pace. Now, I took on a higher client workload because I chose to open another cohort because to my pleasant surprise, people kept wanting to sign up. But I wanted to stick to my promise. The promise I gave the people who were a little nervous and the promise I gave in the marketing and in my sales conversations. Um, if you disagree and you aren't breaking, this is the thing, it's so important. You might make a mistake and say something in your marketing that you, you regret. That's on you. That's on you. You need to stick to your promises, even if it was a mistake, in my opinion. Um, now, if you have a small intimate program and you want to say like, hey guys, totally safe place. If you don't feel comfortable with this, it's 
Like, I want your honest feedback. Like, let's say an effortlessly rich, I'm saying, I don't, I don't have a promise there, but I have really openly said, like, I don't ever see that getting above 10, but let's say it's like taking off and we're getting to a place where there's 10 and I have five more applications and they are like incredible women. Like, I think the people wouldn't mind. I think it would be a good connection for them. Like, I think it would only like improve the group. Number one, if that got to the point, I'd probably add extra calls. Um, just because I, that would just feel right to me, but I would ask the group and I would give them the space to say, I feel good about it. I don't, I feel good about it. I don't. And if there's anybody who doesn't, that's on me. I need to see, I need to see through my promise. Maybe I open a second cohort, whatever, but that's on me. Keep your promises. And if you drop the ball, make it right. Do what you can. Um, but feel into how you feel about what they're saying. Make sure you're not breaking any promises and give them an honest answer. Um, we talked about refunds. What about if like someone is talking about you privately, you find out about a little private chat, how to keep my opinions to myself, um, or they're posting about you publicly. That's mean, that's rude. Those people deserve to be unfriended and blocked. I know from experience that that's terrifying because it feels like if they know I'm not watching, it gives them permission to be even louder. But people will talk about you. In fact, if you have any level of success, people are talking about you. I would bet money on it. I guarantee it. They're talking about you. You have people in your close friend and family circle that's probably talking about you. And maybe they're not even trying to be malicious. It's just like, you shine bright, you stand out, people are going to talk about it. And some of it might be hurtful, even if they don't mean for it to. They're going to speak from their own triggers. They're going to speak from their own insecurities. They're going to speak from this unknown place. They don't even know what to say. So sometimes they say the wrong thing. Of course, an unhappy client is probably going to talk about you someday publicly. They might say your name. I've had that happen. They might not. I've had that happen. They just deserve to be blocked truly, and move on. It might be a chance to say, hey, I noticed this. It seems like you might feel unsafe to come to me and, and share your experience. But like, if you have feedback, I would love to know. And you have my promise that I'm not going to lash out on you, shame you. Um, I don't even have to tell you my thoughts, but I, I would like you to know that like your feedback is safe with me. It is heard with me. And see what they have to say. Feedback can be terrifying. Their feedback is not law. Their feedback is not always correct, but it gives you insight on either A, ways that you can get better, B, ways that you can call in the right clients, because this is an issue. Sometimes it's just not the right fit. And so you can kind of learn like, okay, it is not the right fit for someone like that. I have found like if someone is not even sure if they want to be running their business, people will invest from that place and it just doesn't end well they get salty. It's like, if you are not like my people are like, I am in it no matter what for the long game, there is not a question in me. This is where I belong and what I'm doing and where I'm going. I've learned that people who don't fit in that are not a good fit right now. It doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean you're dumb or, or and disempowered. It just means you're in a different phase. That's not a good fit in my container. We've seen proof of it. So it can give you ideal client clarity. Um, and it can also give you marketing clarity because this is tough. We want to talk about our programs as if they are the bee's knees, the best things ever, because they are for the right fit people. 
but we don't want to over-promise under-deliver. We actually want to dumb the program down and under-promise and then blow their mind inside. And that is something huge I've learned. Because like, even when you promise and deliver exactly what you promised, it is not enough. But we want to over-promise. We want to give them this and this and this and this and this and pack it full and make them buy. And then I, the one, one of the biggest, most popular ways I've seen coaching businesses fail, get taken down, whatever you want to say, is when they overpromise, under deliver. People don't stand for it. And it's usually, they get made out to be the worst people in the world, but usually it's just, they took on too much. They got caught up, you know? So be careful and maybe keep one piece of your program a surprise. And that's what we're doing in Sold Out the Mastermind. It's like, what can we not promise, but give them regularly? How can we surprise them? How can we delight them? How can we make them say like, this is the best thing I've ever signed up for. And not everyone is going to feel that way. I wish they would. I don't, I don't want people to pay me and not feel that way, but um, they will. And they will in your programs as well. So also another thing I've learned is like being easy on those that have not been the perfect experience for me, because while some people are just incredibly toxic and don't care, most people have hearts. Most people make mistakes. Most people are humans. Most people are learning and that's not my problem. And that's not your problem, but I've really been practicing like expecting the best of like not expecting the best it's actually it's like lowering your expectation assuming the best assuming the best of a person and giving them the chance to make something right and also leaving something in the past because the longer you hold on to something the less you can grow from it and the less they can grow from it you're holding both sides back this doesn't mean that there aren't some things in the industry that deserve to be spoken up about. And you know what? You might have a totally different opinion than me because you might be really passionate about something that I'm not passionate about, that I can't relate to, that I haven't experienced. And that's okay. I don't think that makes either of us bad or wrong. I just think that that means that we're both on different like missions. I don't know. I hope that you hear me. I hope that you get this. I hope that you feel my heart in this. And my sincerity and also my imperfection, because I'm not trying to record this like, I am the best, most integrity. Like, no, I have dropped the ball before. I have messed up. I have had people who said they wanted to leave the program and I send them a short message back. And I'm like, okay, fine. I haven't actually, no, I have never said that. <laughs> but I send them a message like, um, I don't know, one time someone asked for a refund and they were very mean. They said mean things about me whatever. And I just responded very shortly. And I said, I would, I said, I am happily sending over your refund. And I kind of was, I also was kind of pissed, but like, that was not appropriate. Live and learn. <laughs> At least that was to someone who was not being nice, <laughs> but truly like live and learn. Like, I don't, I don't, I would like to handle it better. I would like to be like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's obvious you're not feeling safe here. It's obviously you're feeling upset. I hear what you're saying. I disagree. I don't think I'm that horrible of a person, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to send over this refund or whatever your policy is. Um, if you have any like honest feedback where you see, I can actually improve. I, I would gladly hear it. 
and we don't have to debate it. We don't have to go back and forth, but just know you can send it over in an email and me and my team will look over it together and consider any changes that need to be made moving forward. Thanks. You know what I mean? So eh, lessons learned. I'm not perfect. I don't, I don't want this episode to come across as like, wow, she's really trying to position herself as perfect because it's actually like uncomfortable to share this because I'm actually putting out there publicly that I'm not. But I also know that like I have very good hearted in integrity, care about their clients. Like I have phone calls with people, they get mean messages demanding refunds, saying they're going to be talked about publicly, chargebacks. And these women are crying on the phone with me because they're like, I literally cared about this person. And I, I like actually care about their success. And I actually went above and beyond. And like, I don't even know why I deserve this. And you don't, you know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. So I'll leave it there. I could go on and on, but I'll leave it here. If this was helpful for you, I, if this was helpful for you, and you want to thank me, you can leave a review on the podcast about our real talk and how helpful it is for you and how more people need to hear it. And you can share it on Instagram and tag me, or you can even just send me a private message and let me know because sometimes it's very uncomfortable to make these. And I, I'm not going to lie. I appreciate being hyped up. I appreciate hearing that it's helping some people and I don't sound absolutely insane. (laughs) So I hope to see you in my inbox. I hope to have a good conversation with you and hear that you loved this. And I'm sending you all of the best, abundant, loving, kind vibes. And I'll talk to you in next week's episode. Bye guys. Bye.